Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Woodstock Neighbors Magazine, bringing neighbors and business together. For more information, go to Facebook and Instagram at woodstockneighbors.bvm. And if you have a heart for community and you run a small business, please consider joining our Main Street Warriors movement. It is uh, just so incredibly rewarding to get the small business community here in Cherokee County rallied around other small businesses, helping them and supporting local causes. Please go check us out at MainStreetWarriors.org. All right, it is time for our headliner. Please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone with the highlight reel, Miss Lee Meyer. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me and letting me have this conversation with you today. It is absolutely my pleasure. I've really been looking forward to getting you back in the in the studio. We get to see each other quite a bit because you are one of those people. Talk about a Main Street warrior. <laughs> this young lady is everywhere trying to help everyone she can at every turn. I can't wait for you to hear more about her story, but we see each other at Young Professionals of Woodstock. We see each other at Woodstock Business Club, and I see her in the local stores supporting our local community. I see her at all kinds of events, and you got this fellow that tags along with you now and again, too. What's his name again, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can occasionally be seen together. Yeah, we are very corny, and we like to say we're business and partners and life. But yes, we we definitely are seen around town a lot and um, we love to support our community. Like you talk about being in the community and, and all of those things we don't. And I really mean this. We don't ever look at it like, Oh, we're going out and we're doing all of these things. It's always a mindset of, Oh my gosh, we live in this amazing community and we get to be a part all of these amazing things. We get to walk down main street and see our true actual friends owning businesses and not only seeing them own those businesses, but also knowing the backstory of what they went through to get there or roadblocks that they've overcome or support that they've gotten from people. And, and we receive that same support and love back in many, many ways and support. So when you talk about being out and doing all of those things, it really is a full circle thing that we're just honestly feel really blessed to be a part of. Well, speaking of backstory, I know to the outside world, you guys look like an overnight success at the highlight reel. I mean, you're just knocking it out of the park and doing such great work. Uh, But I've been in business long enough to know it it probably wasn't quite that easy or or quite that that fast. What is your backstory? How did you find yourself doing this kind of work for, for these kind of folks? Well, it definitely was, it's one of those things that you look back on and you look at the story and you kind of chuckle because you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I landed here. Never ever thought in my life that I wanted to own a videography business or or work in that kind of realm. And fate has kind of twisted things that way. So Matt and I met um, about two and a half years ago 
through um, other business functions. He was actually helping run an IT company. I was running a personal assistant business. And I spent a lot of time around Matt because I was actually doing some work in the office where he was running the IT company and kind of annoying him, to be honest. <laughs> we, like, <laughs> we like to tell that story that, like, we were really good friends, but it was it was almost like that annoying, fun, like picking on each other, messing with each other, you know. And I just – he would start sharing some of his passions with me because we did develop a friendship and I would see his photography and he would do different videography projects for himself um, just personally, just for fun, things of his family or music events that he was attending, just things that really were passionate to him. And I saw the work and I said to him, wow, this is really good. Why aren't you monetizing it? You could really do something really great for yourself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, absolutely not. No interest. Don't want to monetize my oh. passion. I'm not doing it. I'm never doing it. I mean, was adamant. Almost like for months, this conversation went back and forth because I really wanted him to do it, and I'm annoying like that. So I just kept pressuring him, and finally he got a little annoyed with me, and he said, I don't want to monetize my passions. It's not going to happen. And I said, okay, fine. So left it alone for a couple of months, and then in January, you talk about in Woodstock and being involved in the city. I was attending – I don't remember the official title of it, but it was basically the presentation for the city for the year – uh, our lovely mayor, Michael Caldwell, was speaking, and a lot of other folks were speaking from the city just about the path, the budget, what we can expect, the, what the growth, you know, all these wonderful things that I really highly suggest if people want to be involved and informed um, in their community. Joining the Inwood Stock Group is a really great way to mm-hmm. do that. Um because I learned so much in that meeting. In that meeting, I learned that the city had a budget set aside specifically for other companies to provide them marketing materials, video, photo. They don't have their own in-house team. They don't want to. They like to work with other creatives and people from all over is my understanding. And and I learned that that budget was really substantial. And I just thought, well, I like getting to know people and I like helping people. And Matt does really good photo and video. And I think that we could combine the passion for people with the quality of work and make something really amazing. And it was just, I don't know if you've ever had those moments in life where you think about something, an idea comes to you and you almost get a shudder or shiver through your entire body. And it goes almost bone deep. And you just think, oh my gosh, this is something like I cannot ignore this feeling or this thought or this passion, I it has to come out. So I hightailed it out of that meeting. I mean, I didn't even stick around and network or talk to anybody, which is very unusual. I called him and I literally, we laugh about it because I said to him, I'm not telling you, you have to start a business with me, but you have to start a business with me. Just, you have to, <laughs> there's no... I just feel it. We have something. We could make something really unique, really special, and we could get to help and support people through video. And and just I just see it. Like, come on this vision with me. Hear me out. And he did. And um, he was actually coming around to the idea and becoming all about it. And then what's funny is I kind after I got him on board, I kind of froze because I thought, 
I'm not talented enough to do this. <laughs> I I don't know anything about video. I don't even take good cell phone pictures on my iPhone. I take them crooked. Like, what am I doing thinking I could run a business like this or have any insight or value? And that's kind of where it all it started. And then it started also with a ton of doubt. I am so glad that I asked. And this... Uh... This doubt thing, and I've heard people use the term imposter syndrome when they have begun to achieve a little bit of success and they feel like, you know, I'm going to get found out <laughs> or, or yes. something. So it sounds like you, you really have lived through, through that. And I, and I think maybe a lot of entrepreneurs do, right? They have doubts. And, but, and the key is we, you know, we suit up and show up anyway, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't, I haven't. Now, you know, I'm a couple years into business. I'm still what I consider like a newborn baby in mm-hmm. business. Um, but I've talked to it, probably at least 100 people about this. No joke that we have all felt insecurities. And mm. we don't just feel them at the beginning. We don't just feel them when we're getting it started or we're trying to learn new skills to be able to make this business successful and grow. But they keep rearing their ugly head yeah. most of the time for your entirety in that. So how do you get through that? Like how, how do you push through that? It's really hard. It's not always super successful quickly. Um, there have been times where I've gone down rabbit holes. Luckily I am a really big believer in keeping yourself mentally strong, doing things proactive to help aid in that, um, you know, really taking care of yourself, reaching out, I've learned that community really is more than just having fun people to be around and mm. and people to go eat dinner with and all of these things. I think the reason one of the reasons why our small business community is so tight is because we really are there for each other and everybody I know finds a way to somehow finally let that out. Hey, I've been struggling. Hey, I'm going through this and immediately you can sense I'm not alone. I know people have gone through this. Oh, hey, here's some advice or, hey, here's somebody that has some insight to get through this part or this obstacle, whatever it is. Or sometimes nothing is wrong at all. Sometimes you're doing amazing (laughs) and everything is great. You just have those mind those mind trips. So. Well, it's good to hear that from someone else, right? Let someone else tell you, hey, you're doing a great job and, and, and or to help p- to, to pick you up. I am actively learning a, a lesson that you that you touched on for 30 plus years. I've been in business. I'm terminally unemployable. You know, I have to run, <laughs> I have to run my own thing. But uh, I don't posturing may be a little bit severe, but I, I've never in that part of my life, I've never been vulnerable, openly vulnerable and asked for help and let people know when I really needed help or I was hurting. And I'm actively learning that lesson now as, well, you heard me do the live read for the Main Street Warriors program. You're mm-hmm. intimately familiar with the Main Street Warriors, this community partner program we have here in, in, in Cherokee. And I, and I am learning that just tell people you need to help. Yeah. And and particularly in this community, I don't, maybe it's not this way in, in, in a lot of communities, but, buddy, in Cherokee County, if you tell this group, the in Woodstock, anybody here in town, look, I'm trying to do this. I need some help. I mean, this, these people will rally around you to Absolutely. help, won't they? They will. It's shocking. I mean, it. I still – I talk about it all the time. I'm very corny, and I also call Woodstock and Cherokee County like my slice of Mayberry because mm. growing up – you know, I grew up in small town Indiana – 
There wasn't a lot of opportunities. There certainly wasn't the community like we have here or, you know, anything close to that. And I just have never, I'm in my mid thirties now. I have never had the kind of support or solidarity that I see and not just for myself, but I see it, like you said, for everybody. And it, yeah. I like to think there's probably a lot of communities that are really wonderful and do amazing things. I just think <laughs> Cherokee County is, it just is this special bubble. And you talk about vulnerability and learning that. I think what I'm realizing, especially in vulnerability can relate in personal and business and marketing, even people really relate to and connect with people that they can empathize with their problems or their pain or, you know, it's just a really great connector. So when you can be authentically vulnerable, you, I have found that that is breeding some of the most deepest, intimate, best connections that I've ever found business, personal, whatever it is, but it's very hard. It's very hard to do. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a ongoing process. So, so, so I'm, I'm learning. So, now that you and Matt uh, and your team have been at this a while, what are you finding the the most rewarding about the work? What's the most fun about it for you? I think we both have similar answers and a little bit different. Obviously, um, we're very, very different people, so we enjoy a lot of different aspects of our business and some combined. But I would say one of the biggest things for us really is that we get to work really closely with small business owners it's just always been a big passion of ours. We just love the thought and the determination and the grit behind it and learning the stories. The cool, there's always a story. That's the really cool thing about business. It's not just business, it's dreams, it's stories, it's, you know, sometimes family lines of things. It's wanting to do good, it's wanting to put something out for things, you know, generations to come. It's all of these really deep, meaningful things that go beyond oh, I have a business and I want to sell you something, help me, yeah. you know, whatever that means. It's it's just a really deep thing for us. So definitely our small business community and then um, something that we didn't set out to pursue but we got called to do is a lot of nonprofit work um, and not just donating, which we do, but also partnering with these folks and providing valuable content and being able to use video for good, being able to tell people's stories and raise awareness or raise significant amounts of money to help them, you know, support this cause and be able to support others. I just, last year was the first time we got to be heavily involved. Um, specifically, there's um, a local salon, 313 Salon and Spa. Every year they host an Angels of Life celebration, and that's because their owner is a two-time organ donor recipient. And so, and they're just in Woodstock right down the road. And to give back, he really wanted to start a foundation that would donate money to another organization that we work with called Georgia Transplant Foundation. So this year is year number 13, which is their lucky number, and they're hoping to hit $1 million raised to send to Georgia Transplant Foundation this year. So it's a really big deal. On the front end, we get to interview folks and hear their stories of what they've gone through as humans um, with organ donation or organ transplantation. Um, You sit and listen to these folks' stories for 30 seconds, and it moves you it just 
sometimes we don't realize how many things we take for granted. And that's one thing also that we love about getting to do this. We get to connect with people and it really keeps us kind of like at a ground level with folks hearing some of their trials and hardships. And also it's not just a sad thing. This video is used for an enlightening purpose to get a bunch of folks in a room to raise a bunch of money so that so many people can be supported and get life-saving care, treatment, housing, a billion other things. So. I am so looking forward to seeing that video, and it's it's a very timely conversation. I don't know if I've shared this with you or not. Some of my listeners uh, know this, but my saint wife, Holly, donated a kidney about uh, three weeks ago. I did not know that. Yeah, her best friend growing up needs a kidney. Now, she's not a match for her, uh, but because, and I mean, they took it out of Holly early on a Tuesday morning, and by Tuesday evening, it was in someone else. So to me, it was like a double win because she she has helped that person, obviously, Mm -hmm. very immediately. And then Mary gets higher up on the list now. Right. Like, like she, okay. she's, and, uh, but she's still, she's still recovering now. She's actually grouting some tile at my sister-in-law's house this morning. So I think she's getting kind of sassy. So she's about recovered. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but we're, you know, we're beginning to learn more and more about that, about that whole, that whole world. Yeah. It's a big world and it's really mind blowing. And it's just, you see so many people be so selfless and yeah. like your wife, I mean, it's a very significant thing to go through. Better believe um, it. For people and and it's needed and to be able to get to work with people. This is my job that I get to do things like that to talk to people. You hear yeah. people say like, "Oh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life." And all the <laughs> the funny corny little yeah. sayings, but I used to think that that was complete bullcrap. Like there's no way people actually enjoy their job that much that it doesn't feel like work. I mean, there's no way. I think I was a teenager and my only work experience at that point had been like fast food in the library. So Mm -hmm. I was like, these jobs are not fun. I don't see how a job could ever be fun. No. Um, It's so funny. Like you want these things and you don't know how you're going to get it. But then one day you look up and you're like, dang, I, I, I have these fulfilling, amazing things that I get to do. And it, it really is just a lot of gratitude. So, so getting the work, let's go there for, for a moment. How does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a company like yours? Like, do you find that you're out there having to eat maybe some of your own cooking, you know, and, and shake the trees a little bit, maybe use some of your talents to get the word out about what you guys do? Like, how, how do you get the work? So far, um, I would say a large majority of our clients are in the local community and the rest are all by referral. We've been Mm. very, now that's not to say we don't, we need my, how do I word this? My strong suit is people. It is actually being face to face, having a relationship, being about the community, networking, Luckily, you know, I've made a lot of connections and we've had a lot of people, a lot of small business owners support us and want and choose to work with us, which has been amazing. Um, and then they've referred people or the word has yeah. spread. And we know some some business owners in the community that are a part of a much larger organizations in Atlanta. So it's gotten us to some mm-hmm. corporate work and other things through referral, which is amazing. Um, what we need to be doing is more back end SEO cold reach out, you know, Mm. all the stuff that everybody really loves to do. (laughs) 
<laughs> and is really good at and just can't wait to get started. So I will say, you know, if I have to, if I want to call out a weakness, we just don't like to be salesy and I don't want to do those things, but that's not, yeah. that's not how business goes. So it's, it's coming. I know I got to branch out, but so far, yes, it's, it's all been local and, and just from the relationships that we've been fostering for the last few years. So, so doing good work is turns out is a, a marvelous sales tool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, that's, that's the other thing you have to actually, you know, exceed expectations and do what you need to do. Cause otherwise it won't go so well for you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into the processes, uh, the, the, the path, the, the strategy map, whatever, when you do take on some work, uh, for example, you know, you and I are, are talking about you guys helping us capture some content, almost like documentary style for the Business Radio X business. We've been in business for 18 plus years. We continue to expand. We're out trying to recruit other people to run studios like this all around the country. And I do think some kind of documentary style backstory uh, maybe mixed with some current studio partners talking about their experience would be great. So um, let's say that we were to begin that work. Walk us through what that looks like, because we don't just show up and turn the camera on, right? There's a lot of stuff that happens going into that, yes? Oh, absolutely. Um, we have realized the the further on we go with the highlight reel that the we call this pre-production. The pre-production is so important because – we don't operate in a in a way where you you look at our packages and you say I want option A, let's do it. We don't even have packages. Everything we do is very custom built for the client that you know is interested in having a conversation or working with us. Um really a ton of conversation goes in. And when I say a ton, I don't mean long and drawn out. I mean whatever the necessary amount is. Um, to really figure out what do you need? What purpose is this going to serve? Is is there a pain point that we're trying to address? Is it a message we're trying to get out? And really it's a very organic, almost like friends sitting around and having a conversation and it's always focused solely on what are the needs? What do we need to, what do we need to unwrap here? And as things start unwrapping, then we make a plan. You know, we figure out, well, first of all, how much content do you even need? Sometimes we don't even know. The conversation can really dictate dictate that. The budget obviously can dictate that. But we we really just it's it's just a lot of really organic uncovering, and then from there we make a game plan. So when when we pull the trigger on this, we being me and Lee, we're the ones that, that own the the network. I'm envisioning. We go to Reformation and have a beer. That's a great strategy environment to me. It is. <laughs> but, but you'll be you'll be asking me and Lee all kinds of questions, probably things that we haven't thought about and 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 um, that wouldn't even occur to us to consider and really get 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 down into what are your desired outcomes, who are you trying to all that all those strategic key kind of things, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, as we, as our conversation unfolds, I get very inquisitive and we, so a funny thing in my corporate job before I was a small business owner, I was in data analytics. So I have a very analytical brain. I want to know everything. I want to mm. know all the details. How does it connect? What it, somehow through these conversations, we just get to a really great place. Yes. I start leading the questions and, um, we just get to this 
this really amazing place where we've decided, okay, here's the story. The really, the big thing is hearing the story of mm -hmm. how did you guys start? What has it been like? Tell me about these years. Tell me about the highs. Like I really want to know. And that yeah. helps us shape so much as well. And then there's, so there's that whole pre-production and then there's, it, it seems to me like there's, there must be so many moving parts in the logistics of, of capturing those, those stories. I mean, it, to me, what we do here is very simple. You know, we just sit down, we have a conversation. I'll send this off to Angie and, you know, in a couple of days, we'll be able to share this <laughs> with, right. with, the, with the community. But uh, there's a lot of moving parts figuring out where and when and how, and uh, there's a, a lot to the production phases and getting, and, and getting the, the right quality of uh, video and audio, right? It's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a very in-depth process. That's why mm. sometimes folks, um, you know, video is an investment. You'll, anybody that has done the, you know, video marketing work with anybody knows that sometimes it is an investment that we come up with, but because there is so much into it. So you talk about the pre-production. Yeah. That's usually several hours of phone calls or conversations or, like you said, meeting. And <laughs> we are <laughs> always down to meet at Reformation <laughs> for a beer. We do a lot of great brainstorming and networking at Reformation. It's the spot for sure. But I'm going to send Spencer a bill. I think this qualifies as a, <laughs> right, a, a product placement, right? We're actually <laughs> filming for Reformation this Saturday. We're excited. We'll be there oh, for, for, for the Cadence yes. Fair. Yes. So if anybody hears this before, then come say hi to us. Um, but yeah, you've talked, you talk about your pre-production you talk about keeping up with your equipment, you know, video equipment, audio equipment, lighting, all of those things. Yeah. It's definitely an investment that we make as a company. We know that it doesn't matter how good your video is. If your audio sounds like crap, nobody wants to watch it. Nobody. Interesting. Yeah. People do not like. You can have beautiful video, but if the audio is not crisp or whatever it needs to be. People turn it off. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in reverse, you can actually have a lesser quality video, but if your audio is great and your messaging and content is great, huh. you can also achieve that. But I'm getting in the weeds here, but. <laughs> Well, no, it's encouraging for me because maybe we'll capture a little video here. But I think if I'm going to do anything real video, you know, <laughs> i got to get the pros in here. And I'm glad you brought that up because we talk about the investment and, you know, the affordability of, of doing this and what is all entailed in that. We also understand that sometimes we got to do what we can and start where we can. So yeah. we really love to help people. Like you just talked about, Oh, you know, I've got great audio. Yeah. You could absolutely set up a tripod and set up a, you know, a recording with your iPhone with the back camera because it's higher quality and <laughs> just generate subtitles and just throw reels up. You talked about an interesting clip in studio with somebody yeah. and you think that people should hear it. Chunk out that segment have the video, just use your subtitles and boom, you've got amazing content. You could be creating a ton of content. And yeah. honestly, while we're on the subject, I'm thinking that would be even something that could get further visibility for right, the folks right. oh, yeah. that you're partnering with or that are coming on the show. So it's things like this where even right. if we're not going to do work together, I don't care because I'm I'm here with you as a human and I want to help you in any way I can. And I think that that's how you have to be. If you want to have true success, you, you want 
to want to give. You have to want to give. <laughs> and um, Well, it's just, it, it's how you're wired. It's how Matt is wired. It's how a lot of people in this community are wired. And candidly, it all of that that you just said makes me want to work with you that much more. <laughs> right? I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's funny. So where, where do you guys think you want to take this thing? Are you trying to grow and scale and have highlight reels all over the country and other people doing the, the work or, or I don't know, what's, what's the world domination plan or is it just, <laughs> just hang out here and have this really cool, I don't know, almost lifestyle business. I, I, or well, do you know? I think I have learned one thing and that's that your goals and dreams evolve a lot. Mm. Right now, I know that for both of us, something that we're really passionate about is we want to create a documentary that could be on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, we definitely would like to have our work um, on a large platform. It, we're very passionate about documentary work. We're passionate about stories and helping tell those stories. So we, we're currently not saying what our subject is yet, but we have a subject identified. Wow. It's going to be about a two and a half year process oh of documenting just because there are things that will be happening scheduled that we have no control over that are mm-hmm. related to this, this story. But so super excited about that. That's a big undertaking for us and it's pushing sure. us you know, in so many ways creatively, which I think is really important when you own a creative business, you have to constantly push yourself mentally, you know, with your talents, physically, with your equipment, you, you have to have that thirst and want and need for more. So that's definitely pushing us way outside of our, of our comfort. And we're excited. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the big lofty goal is to definitely have a studio in our community um, where, You know, if it's just us, if we are also partnered with other creatives, maybe there's a marketing agency, maybe there's a dedicated photography um, studio person. I'm really good with my technicalities, (laughs) my technical words here. Um, But we would love to have a creative studio that's just an amazing, fun environment that makes people feel like they want to create that we can bring clients into that we can personally work out of as well. Um, currently we work at thrive, uh, which mm-hmm. is another co-working space in yeah. the community. And it's been amazing. We go to lots of different co-working spaces and even do day rates or pop-ins because we constantly have to be moving or changing our scenes. And, and I think, to be able to have our own space one day and be able to invite people into what more of what we see in our brains is definitely a goal and makes us excited too. I, I feel like that's a dream that can come true. Absolutely. And, and, and when you do, see if there's a spot for a, for a studio, for a radio a studio, studio, a business a radio, radio studio. studio. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be fun Let's to have all people, you know, people in that, in all aspects of that arena. And plus, plus you just, you, you, uh, Lee would say crash, you bump into each other and you come up with a cool project to do together, right? You get to bring, I believe when you're surrounded with creatives, you get to bring even more value because you know, like they say, two heads are better than one. When Matt and I brainstorm with clients that want to collaborate and want to be creative, our product, I feel like is always better because we've Mm. had more people sinking their teeth into it. And it just feels amazing to get to be in a collaborative state with people. And I'm, I just need an investor. I've already got the building and vision. Oh, sweet. I've, I've already got the whole thing planned out in my mind. So hopefully 
The, oh, we're we're gonna make it happen. We're setting it. a five year goal, so right. knock on wood. <laughs> Most five year goals are meant to be accomplished in three. That's my mantra. Wow, that's <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Even saying that out loud and saying five years uh, was a lot. So, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna switch gears on you here for just a moment. But before we wrap, I, I'm genuinely interested, and I'm, and I'm sure our listening audience is as well. Outside the scope of the work that we've been talking about. What what passions, hobbies, uh, interests do, do you and Matt like to pursue? Anything in particular that you guys nerd out about? Like my my folks, uh, our listeners here know that Stone likes to hunt, fish, and travel. Right? I mean that, <laughs> that that's that's my thing. And oh, by the way, occasionally I'll you know conduct an interview or two. And it's hunting season right now, so you haven't heard as many interviews <laughs> from me uh, for the last few weeks. But yeah, outside the scope of the work, what what do you guys like to do? Oh. I mean, we definitely love – there's so many events that are always going on around, you know, Cherokee County, Atlanta. We're big music people. So uh-huh. okay. anywhere where we can go listen to some live music. Matt actually used to travel and play music professionally. Really? He needs to get in and tell his story because he has a way more fascinating background <laughs> than my cornfields of Indiana. But, um, yeah, live music. I have two teen girls, so they keep us very busy. Oh, my. You're getting all this accomplished, and you have two teenage girls? Yes, home? yes. Oh, my gracious. So, you know, they've got dance and work and oh, sports yeah, yeah. and all of the things. So, obviously, we love watching and supporting whatever the kids do. Being outdoors is huge. Um, getting up to the mountains. We've got a cabin mm-hmm. trip in a couple weeks again. <laughs> um, just looking forward to cooking. We've, we're big getting to cooking together, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love making all kinds of things. We send each other way too many reels of food <laughs> on on social media so we can go cook together. And I don't know, just, you know, just going out, enjoying life. We like to try new things, love to travel. I mean, who doesn't like to travel? Right. Um, yeah. Wow. What an incredibly well-rounded pair you are. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, mean, I could tell you some other stories, but but no, and, and my brain's firing off. I think you should do a cooking show. Maybe okay, we, and, and maybe we could do a special <laughs> the on uh, cooks, uh, cook like cooking venison. You know, because I <laughs> oh, there you right? go. If you It'd like, be real good cooking. That's better. right. I like it. <laughs> I know that was very corny. I don't expect anybody to think that was funny. <laughs> Just need to give that warning. All right. What's the best way for our listeners to connect with you guys, reach out, have a conversation with, with you, Matt, anybody on your team, tap into the work you're already doing, whatever coordinates you think are, are appropriate, website, social. Let's. I want to make sure people can, can uh, touch base with you, maybe have that beer at Spencer's. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, we say this all the time and we mean it. If you see us and find us, like we would love to have a beer and chat and or whatever. I love taking walks down the trails, getting smoothies at Eden. I mean, lots of possibilities, but we finally got our website up this year, which was a huge accomplishment for us as a newer, you know, in the last few yeah. years, small business. We wanted it to be done right. Um, so we are very happy and proud. People can find us at thehighlightreelatl.com. Um, and real is R-E-E-L. Um, we also have Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and that's all the Highlight Real ATL. And if anybody hears this and wants to connect, you can find me personally on you know all of these platforms as well under Lee Meyer and I would love to say hello love to have a conversation even if you're not in a place where you want to do professional video but you want to talk with somebody who could brainstorm or be creative or help 
you know, flow some, some things for your own business. I truly love doing those things. And I believe in being able to have these things and give back and pour back out because I've had it done so many countless times to me. So anytime I can be of any value in any way, I would love to do that. Well, and I know how sincere you are when you say that. And I'll give you guys a pro tip just anywhere around town. I learned it this morning when I went to a, a, a rotary breakfast. If you just tell people that you know Lee Meyer, your stock goes up amazingly. <laughs> so just, just now, now you know her. So just, just <laughs> drop her name wherever you, wherever I don't you go. That. <laughs> well, Lee, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show. Don't be a stranger. You know, I'm quite sincere when I say come back, keep us posted on what you're doing around the community with your work. And yes, let's get uh, Matt, maybe Matt and the girls in here. We're just making a family affair. Oh yeah. (laughs) We'll get their perspective. I don't think I want them having a microphone. They are teenagers and I don't know what will come out. So about, you know, about their mom. Oh my goodness. Well, keep up the good work. You're doing such important work and uh, we sure appreciate you. Well, thank you, Stone. You are such a big support and rally to everybody around the community. And Business Radio X, I know, has done so much to help people um, get their voice out and be able to tell their story. So thank you for letting me come in today. It is my pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Lee Meyer with the Highlight Reel. And everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you again on Cherokee Business Radio.